warm welcome to Meditation Jam. My name is Maria and I'm your host. And today we are talking about courage and also doing a meditation to help us strengthen our own inner energy to become more fearless in life and to bring out our own leader, our own warrior of light in life. And to do this, I've been talking to a good friend, Jeanette Marklund, and she is one who I found to be courageous throughout her life. When she gets a gut feeling, she goes for it, and she has a few work experience behind her. She is a fitness instructor, she is a youth instructor, she is a bar, which is a combination between yoga pilates and ballet instructor and teacher trainer. And she helps women deliver babies without fear. She's been a flight attendant, a flowerist, <laughs> and, and a lot more. So we're soon going to talk to her. And after my talk with Fanette, we go straight into the meditation. So when we are done, you can just get seated comfortable and be prepared to start today's meditation. So I hope you will enjoy it. And I say a warm welcome to Fanette. So today I say warm welcome to my dear friend Jeanette Marklund. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for that, Maria. We've known each other for a long time. And when I think about you, I think of someone who is a go-getter. When you get an idea, you go after it if the idea is speaking to you enough. So I thought today when we are going to talk about courage, that you would be a perfect um person to to talk about this because I see you as courageous. What businesses are you running today? I was actually when you were doing that nice introduction I was thinking oh my dad he says I'm like a pit bull I find something and I bite and I show until I get what I want so that was a quite good expression I think actually. Today I'm uh, running my own bar studio and for those who doesn't know exactly what bar is, it's not the one we're drinking, it's uh, a combination of uh, Pilates, yoga and ballet. And uh, how come you started with this? The whole started with uh, that my son was going to do one year in London and he was supposed to go there with his father. But for some reason, uh, the father called me on a Thursday evening and I was in Barcelona celebrating my boyfriend's 50th birthday and said he was unable to be in, in London next Monday and asked if I could do one year in London. And at that time, I was working as a personal trainer and also a physical education teacher. And I thought, Okay, I I can give away my customers to other personal trainers and my children in school. There are other PE teachers. So I came home on um, Saturday, did a triathlon on Sunday, woke up in London on Monday and asked myself, what am I going to do here for one year? And uh, in London, they always a little bit ahead compared in fitness. So I looked up uh, what was going on and uh, I read about this bar thing. And uh, I didn't know much about it, but I thought I'm going to go and have a, a go and see what it is. As a former football player, I was absolutely terrified 
when in the door there came these uh, ballerinas from Royal Opera in London. And I thought, goodness me, what am I doing here? But on the bar there were balls and I thought, just mental training here. I bet I can uh, trick serve with, with the ball better than they can. And I thought for myself, there is this bar, just grab and hold tight to that one and you're going to survive for 60 minutes. And I did that and I survived and I just loved that training so much. So when the year was over, I went to New York and trained for the founder of the bar method. Both of these things you describe is you get the call and it takes you like a weekend and then you have moved. It's like there is no discussion and you go into this studio and there's something that you are not comfortable with but you still do it and you just throw yourself into it do you think about that or is this something that is just have you worked with it or is it just that comes natural to you well it's a combination of being stupid and curious i think (laughs) and uh, but i also have found out that every time uh, there is something that uh, includes a little bit of fear in a good uh, sense. I sort of like, it's a feeling that I know I will take me to a new place and I will definitely learn something new. So I once read in a taxi in London uh, on the, the back seat, the successful people are the one that learns by default. And uh, I think that's uh, have been my way of learning lots of things, actually. Mm. Very un-Swedish. <laughs> we are a bit more afraid of uh, stepping out. Yeah, I think um, it's a kind of uh, maybe stepping out, but also stepping stepping in. I yeah. would, cause you always meet new friends, uh, new people, and you always discover you are not the only one in the room to be afraid. And uh, usually uh, during my bar classes, when I'm an instructor, people call up and ask, what what am I going to wear? And I haven't any dance experience or whatsoever. And then I always said, don't you worry, I'm the elephant in the class. So uh, if I can do it, you can just do it. And quite honestly, nobody else would judge you. You are probably the hardest judge. Uh, of yourself so um. I'm sure there has been times as well where you got this um, I mean it's not like you're a yes man and say yes to everything sometimes you I'm sure you say no one and where do you draw the line where what's different is it if you get inspired or is it um, your gut or definitely inspired I hate to do something that's boring even though I am a, a physical educated teacher and I'm a personal trainer I know exactly where where to sheet when I'm doing my sit-ups or (laughs) so I hate everything that's uh, 30 repeats or something like that so I need to be inspired and I need to be hungry I I, I think the curiosity uh, is the one that when I'm, I'm feeling like Hey, I don't know how to do that. I, I went for a lovely dinner once with my ex-husband and I I happened to have a sommelier next to me. The whole dinner, he he took me on a journey 
because he talked about the wines and I thought, oh, I'd love to do that myself. So after that uh, dinner, I came back home and said to my ex-husband, uh, I'd love to become a sommelier. And he said, but darling, you just know that it's a white wine and a red wine. Yeah, sure. And I went to the course and everybody introduced them and they had them, they were working at Grand Hotel and all these big places. So I thought, holy macaroni, what am I going to say? And then he turned around, and you did it. And I said, well, as my ex-husband said, I know the difference between white and red wine. And he said, perfect. Then you are come to the right place because here we're going to learn and you don't have any thoughts about anything you are beginning on uh, at the zero point and uh, that's so true so um, a bit stupid I suppose helps a lot mm, I wouldn't say stupid I think it's uh, it's following the flow of life mm. not in the normal way that we are brought up with but it's a, a kind of a new way of life that is uh, upon us yeah so getting back a bit to your bar studio what are the benefits of doing bar bar is something for everyone because we we don't jump up and down Uh, we are very much uh, warming up in the middle of the room or on your mat and then we go straight to the bar so you have something to hold on to and we work with very small muscles Uh, we tune our body we work with ball stability and um, lengthen and uh, tune our muscles in a nice way. But it's very, very hard work, but still it's something that everybody can do. And it helps a lot in your daily life, even if you are a football player or if you're just going out for a walk. That's what I liked about this. It was something that everybody could do. And you now have two studios in Stockholm and you are just about to open one in Gothenburg. Yes. And I just today was on my way seeing my therapist today because I've done a surgery with my knee. And on the other side of the zebra cross stood um, a lady I've been working with for like 10 years ago. And so I've seen her for like five, six years. And she crossed and met me and said uh, how she was uh, starting up a business in Denmark and she got her place in January. But now because Denmark has been locked down, she decided to uh, let go of that place. And I said, I take it. Oh, you see. (laughs) So today I have a a place where I can open up my bar studio in uh, Copenhagen. So I'm going to call her tomorrow. But she said, uh, you can just have it because I'm just going to hand it in. So we will see. (laughs) Oh, that's lovely. (laughs) And I just love how you just, uh, it's like an instant uh, reaction. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that if this weren't for you, you would have felt it and maybe wanted to think about it or. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Because I always have a feeling uh, Everything is uh, taking me where I'm supposed to be. Mm. Uh, I always first get a feeling I need to go to Gothenburg of some reason, and I don't know why. And and there, there always ends up with something. And uh, the whole autumn, I felt I'm on my way to to Denmark. So I actually have studied some Danish the whole uh, uh, autumn. So here we are on the Seabrook and. Uh, I got a new place in Copenhagen. 
I love it. It's very <laughs> inspiring. <laughs> and I also know that you are always ending your um, bar sessions with um, connecting with the heart. Can you tell me about that? Because we work quite uh, hard, either 45 minutes or 60 minutes, depends what kind of class. Uh, the 60 minutes, it's a little bit more your gain. But after we really worked hard, we finished off with um, uh, relaxing and uh, sort of getting back to a softer pace. And then in the end, we are just sitting and raising our arm and uh, in my classes, we always pick down a, a nice thought of someone or somebody down, or something down into our heart. And uh, end with Namaste, that we have had the opportunity to train together. And uh, especially these Corona times, we are so happy and pleased that people are coming to our studio. So we have the opportunity to say thank you to mm. everybody and to each other being there together and that is so important to remember to be thankful even for a training session even if you are dead at the end and talking about keeping uh, your body in shape and during like virus season or also in <laughs> for the summer i know that you also do uh, use detox programs mm-hmm. what would you say is the advantage with that to use detox and uh, sometimes when I speak to you you are so really energetic and I'm on a five-day use detox we, we do it because uh, and then people say well you drink juice then you got lots of sugar into your body uh, yes we do uh, get sugar and but we get the right sugar and the brain is the first one to need sugar so uh, uh, I usually do it for five days or we in the group do it for five days and it's like resetting your computer especially when I feel I'm sort of uh, ending up the nights before I go to bed with uh, watching television and ops there come a little piece of chocolate or whatever comes a <laughs> cookie or and then I think oh here we go again and then I take my five days of juicing and uh, very quickly you sort of just uh, shopping uh, fruits and vegetables and things, you you reset yourself. And uh, afterwards, it's so much easier to start eating a good salad or whatever. So it's like restarting the body. And the fourth day, um, people are asking, oh, have you bought new lenses? And I hardly wear lenses because all the beauty comes from the inside because people say, especially big men, oh, I, I can't live on just juices for five days. And I say, because it, I'm big, you know, I'm 90 kilos. And I said, well, an elephant is like 600 kilos and he lives on grass his whole life. So, yeah. so <laughs> compared to that, and they go, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And then um, the fourth day, they all is amazing. Or I had one who called because I said, you can call me whenever you want during these five days. Oh, in the middle of the night, call me. Uh, I, I will be there. And one guy called a Tuesday evening and said, I'm so desperate, I need a piece of chocolate. And I said, well, go and buy you one. You can't say that. I paid all and I bought this vegetables for I can say whatever I want. to go. And, if you're deadly sure you want a piece of chocolate, of course you should have a piece of chocolate. But just walk a lap around your house before you go off and then you call me. 
So uh, 30 minutes later, he called me and said, I'm, I'm not uh, longing for any chocolate. I'm fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So many nice things. It's not just you juicing. You are actually teaching uh, and learning how you react. And uh, I usually buy chocolate and I'm, I'm sitting sniffing on the chocolate and thinking, hmm, that smells lovely. I can have that chocolate, but not just, just right now. I don't need it. I can have it whenever I want, but just now I don't need it. So you learn a lot about yourself during this time. You get so much minerals, vitamins, because people also say, oh my God, I can't live just on that for five days. But nobody really pay attention what they eat on a normally five day, uh, how much shit they put in the body during five days. So it's quite interesting. And I also think because, of course, if we eat, I say bad food, but I mean like uh, food that is not high in vitamins and uh, processed and and so on if we eat that kind of food it's a low vibration and then of course we attract lower vibration if we want to be strong and courageous and especially in these times we should put in what's good for us and what is healthy and and juice is one of those things would you have like a a juice you recommend like your go-to summer juice well it depends if you're uh, hungry. Uh, I would say like uh, if you use avocado, uh, for example, take two apples. It depends how big they are. I usually maybe take one and a half. But if you are a, a beginner on this one, so take two two apples uh, and um, half a lemon and uh, you can put two stems of celery. Put that into the juicer. Then you take half an avocado and put that one in the blender. And then you put this uh, apple juice or uh, the lemon into this uh, blender with four or five ice cubes. That's a good one. So you feel uh, you're not hungry afterwards. Then there are so many good uses uh, just in the summertime to do with strawberries and all that. But if you really will, instead of a meal, I usually, when I'm not detoxing, I swap a meal for a good use, which is... um, Really, really nice. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I'm going to try it. So I know you also in your bar classes. I know that you started uh, bar classes for pregnant ladies. Mm -hmm. And then you took that a step further and you took a course. I don't know if this is the right translation in English, but I'm translating it straight from Swedish calling giving birth without fear. What is that? Well, uh, it's amazing how... uh, Today, if you're going into a hospital to give birth, you are surrounded by so knowledge people. It's amazing. And it's also the only time you actually go to the hospital not feeling sick. You are coming in there as a healthy person uh, most of the time. There are so many. There are nurses, there are doctors who will take care of you. But still, people are get more and more fear to deliver a baby it should be the opposite around so uh, we thought about that when we we train people in our training studio we were training pregnant women and uh, we could hear they keep talking about uh, oh how long most of the people how long did it take for you and oh god and my i have two children myself and my first delivery took 63 hours 
<laughs> yeah, and the second took 26. And after giving birth to the first one, everybody said, oh, well, every, next time it's going to go. So, sorry, it was opposite round. The first one took 26 hours and the other one took 63. So, the, after the first one said, everybody said, uh, it was the, the second one will go so quick. And obviously it didn't. So, I thought it's such a focus on uh, it's going to hurt to give birth. The, the funny thing is our body hasn't changed in thousands of years. I think it's 30,000 years. And the only thing for sure we are made of, of course, there are uh, exceptional pieces there, maybe one or, or how many it is who is not made for giving birth. But the whole body is just as a woman uh, made to give birth. The womb is just one big muscle. And it can completely control itself, which is also amazing. So uh, it's very much about um, this uh, feeling safe or fight or flight. And uh, when we do fight and flight, this adrenaline, cortisol, if we're sort of holding back, saying, no, 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 those are the ones that will hold the baby in your body. Whereas if somebody press my shoulders, stay close to me, this oxytocin will flow. It's like open a tap. And if I just can feel I'm feeling safe and I just let go, I, I, I don't fight it back, then my muscle will work it out absolutely fine. So then we thought maybe we can use these kind of tools in our training because born without fears, have uh, four big tools. It's like breathing, the voice, and the power of thinking, and uh, relaxing. So we thought when we're doing our bosses and we use them, we use the voice instead of thinking, no, no, it's going to hurt, because it's hurt when you're doing workout as well, or fitness, we're going to say, yes, yes, we like this burning feeling in our tights when we are standing and, and doing certain uh, uh, tasks. And also we are thinking down, 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 and we're using the voice, yes, with a very low, because then we start vibration on the backside that cuts this pain. So we, we start to use them in our training, which is uh, really nice. And then sometimes I go out and... Um, Privately, we have had, because this corona just came up, and uh, coach the couple to give, actually, because it's a lot of focus on the mother uh, when giving birth, which it should be. But many uh, partners, we should say, uh, feel like, okay, uh, what am I going to do? But we give them a little toolbox so they actually can know exactly. I had one uh, guy that said when I left uh, oh, my God, I know exactly what I'm going to do now. Exactly. That feels good. Yes, you are still getting the pain, but you are accepting it, meaning that it won't be as intense, maybe, because your body isn't opposing the pain. Yeah, because the thing is, why we we could, uh, when you say no, 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 the whole uh, stomach lifts up towards uh, the breast, because long time ago, if if I was supposed to give birth in, in my little shelter and if it start burning, I need to walk away from that place 
to to get my birth in a safe place and then I oh no 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 then I kept it but now when we get into a hospital I I, I don't have anything to be afraid of except of everybody keeps talking oh it's it's hard to give birth blah 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 but can I realize I am in a safe area I have my support because the support the partner who is with me it's doing a tremendous work just to make sure I am safe. We even have a, a commitment during uh, when we do this course where they have to say to each other, whatever happened, I'm going to give you my support uh, as much as I can. And the, the person that giving birth is saying, I'm going to trust you the whole way. And it's a very sort of holy moment, actually. It's so much uh, just to accept the fear and accept where you are and just let it go because the, the body will handle it in case you feel safe. And mm. let these taps open up with the oxytocin, the hormone to just uh, flow in, in your body. I know my mother, she had five children, mm. <laughs> and I'm the youngest, but she, I asked her, so didn't it hurt? Mm. And she always said, no, 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 you know, she thought it hurts, but she said, with every ache I got, I thought, okay, wow, now we're one step closer. So yeah. she saw it as a positive thing, because then she thought, okay, now I'm nearly over, because come on, ache, you know, mm. let's get this done. So I, it's kind of, she got it without knowing the course <laughs> and I usually says that ache will never come back again so put it in the bin the next in to you and just focus and just say yes yes we we are exactly as you say we are one step closer yeah you say you, you feel safe but then of course you have mothers who are giving birth without a partner maybe Mm. in hand do they have tools as well or do they have is it the nurse then that they can the fine thing today you can get the doula i don't know the english word but i presume it's the same mm -hmm. so, and and they are also we had one doula at, at my course you just uh, call a doula and you meet the doula before you are giving birth so you would you you don't need to be alone at all and you can even if you are if you have a partner, you can uh, still bring a, a doula to come with you and uh, being like uh, someone hovering in the background, uh, giving you, uh, helping you with the tools. If you feel, my God, what am I doing now? Then uh, she can whisper or she can even step in if, if uh, the lady who's giving birth say, well, I need your support now. So you would never, ever need to be alone, actually, today. Mm. which is so so great in sweden that is we i don't know yeah. we don't know no yeah no but in sweden it, yeah it, so even if you speak another language or whatever in sweden there are these companies with dollars who can help out oh, that's brilliant mm. and so if you were to give an advice to someone going into labor i think actually getting uh, as i said to our pregnant uh, women uh, and partners uh, don't hesitate to take a course because uh, especially if you never have given birth and even I who have given two births they were completely two different things to do and my husband was standing in a corner he was like a deer uh, as long as it took he, he went further further away and then he he was the one lying on the back 
cycle bag afterwards completely exhausted like oh god so i wish i would have had these tools i had a lot of helping these 63 hours because i at that time was a elite uh, football player so i used m many of those tools uh, and how to relax and uh, i didn't use my voice because i didn't know that then but the power of the thoughts i definitely used uh, and uh, the midwife came in, they pop in and out the whole time, and she said, oh, you are so relaxing. And I thought, yeah, do I have any options? That's uh, what I mean. Uh, I think you, you're such a great team if you do it together. My biggest uh, dream regarding that is to have a couple who comes on a, a training both of them don't need to train if the lady is training but then we have the course together and I follow them up to um, when they give the birth and I would love to just sit like a little mouse and uh, see if uh, all those tools have ha helped not just by the course or, but also the fact that she is uh, uh, have done the bar classes because you you strengthen your legs in, uh, when you do bar and uh, you can have a really good use of them during the, the delivery of the baby. Coming back to uh, courage and um, the theme, I'm thinking that courage isn't so much of not fearing, but maybe fearing, but doing it anyway. And and that this is a bit like that. It's not, I feel the ache, but I'm still going for it without the, the negative vibe. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, courage, uh, uh, again, just standing... Uh, Standing uh, when it's blowing or, or when it's fear, if you just stand that in that uh, position, uh, what it, uh, regarding whatever it is in in life, you always comes out on the other side stronger. Mm. It's what, what I always have said: uh, what doesn't kill you fucks you up mentally for a while. But yeah. You, you come out stronger. It is that, and you have learned something, which is so... I think people in general are so afraid of failing, but uh, you always learn something about failing. And it's very, very rare you actually fail, because uh, I, I don't know if it's the universe that are... When you, you challenge yourself, it, it seems like you get your time to do a bit of failing. It, it's sort of forgiveness, including in that, which I like so much. I also think that it's a way of the universe to maybe show you that that wasn't the road. You have to choose another one because that's the one you are supposed to be upon. Mm, exactly, exactly. Life is like a train journey. You jump on the train and sometimes you need to get off and get swapped to another train to the right direction. That's the, probably the best thing. You can always redo things mostly of the time. Yeah. So I know you also like to write poetry. Mm -hmm. Is that something you always done? More or less, I would say. Yeah. Are you one of those that it just comes and you just have to, you know, rush to get your notebook out and write it down? Or are you more one who sits down and now I'm going to write some poetry? <laughs> no, most of it comes in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I wake up point and uh, then there is one but, but I can also I mean uh, if I for example uh, uh, know that I'm going to a funeral or, or something like that then uh, I can 
sit down and, and uh, make a, a poem as well. But most of it comes, uh, it just pops up, uh, mm. especially uh, morning time. So I know the ones that you've read to me, they are coming from your own life. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Or if I have talked to people and I could put that situation, I use symbols or I talk about the library, a book that have fallen out uh, symbolizing the love and have been stepped on when somebody has been cheating or something. Mm. So uh, that could be an inspiration, actually. So you do most of them in Swedish, but do you have any in English you would like to share? Well, one just came up uh, I have started a new company, me, myself and I, our company of love. Some of the melody, some of the beat. The CEO is my soul, the secretary is my heart, taking notes of everything I say and do. You are my love, the chairman of the board. Shorten, uh, probably a beginning of something longer. Oh, I love it. Most of them are, um, but my new one is actually Selling myself to to write a poem in Danish. Oh, I, I would love to hear that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love the Danish sound uh, of uh, the way they uh, call their love. They call them uh, Kasta, and also the name of love is uh, Kali. Uh, uh, it sounds so. Um, I don't know. It speaks straight into my heart. The the Danish word of it. So, uh, well, I I have to learn and, and see what I can come out with. Yeah, it's just uh, fun to dis- discover the language that they use. So, mm. so when your inspiration and ideas show up, not only about poetry but you know life and uh, career and businesses and whatever it might be, mm. uh, how do you filter it? And do you have moments of doubt? And if so. How do you get past those? Definitely. I, I'm starting a business. You, as everybody say, oh, how brave have you been? And oh, that's... I always uh, have been uh, involved with uh, training, football, handball. Uh, uh, and then I start a bar studio. It's it, it's about ballet and Pilates and yoga. It's as far as on the other side of my experience. So, of course, I had my doubts in the beginning. I thought... Uh, how am I going to do this? You don't know how to lengthen your legs. and But I thought, okay, when you kick a ball, you, you really stretch your foot. And so do the ballet girls. So start off there. So mm. I sometimes pick up the small bits. And then I was doing a work uh, uh, and there was a ballet girl there as well. And I thought, oh, God, I said to her, I need you. And she said, okay, uh, yeah, I need you to teach me ballet because I'm going to open a bar studio. I said, oh, okay. So a bit of that. But of course I have my doubts, especially like now in Corona. In the beginning, uh, people were afraid and didn't show up. But you again, you just have to stand there with your feet. And uh, when I go to bed, I always thank you for three things. And uh, then I, I said, thank you. There have been like, I don't know how many there were the first day. For example, we say 10 people. They maybe used to be 50 or 60. Thank mm. you so much for these 10 people who came. And uh, also very sure I, I thank those 10 people who were there. Because then that gives rings on the water. And uh, they felt that that I really was happy they were there. And then also I, I say thank you 
as they re- really for example this uh, Copenhagen thing now tonight I will say thank you for running into that person and thank you I- I'm already there I'm already there Sam thank you thank you because they have these absolutely amazing windows eight of them so I- I'm starting to thank thanks for for those windows so I already feel like it's mine even if it's the worst corona you shouldn't uh, buy a studio right now but uh, I believe so strongly that's what I think uh, so it's hard for me to feel like I have my doubts and if I have my doubts really really if somebody says I don't like your studio or whatever then I really turn as soon as I can around and, and think, yeah, there are nine other people here who are, are really loving this place. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. it's like a little witch sitting on your shoulder. I learned that when I was working with BA. Um, as, as soon as we get our, our uniforms on, if somebody said something bad, just brush away that little uh, witch on your shoulder and turn around uh, and don't put your focus on that. Thing that brings you down because there is always people who want to bring you down always and especially if you're going to start something new there could be 10 who tells you you're not don't do it don't do it and there is one people who say uh, telling you you should do it you this is your thing uh, it's so easy to listen to these 10 people some might be jealous, some might don't even know what you're going to do, but they still tell you not to do it. But if i ever going to do a book, <laughs> and my ex-husband is actually one of my best friends today, but I'm going to say thank you uh, for not believing in me, because otherwise I would never have done this. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so uh, I think that's important, actually. I was going to ask you if there were any other new courageous plans, but I think I already know because you're, you're going to Denmark. <laughs> I'm going to Denmark and uh, I'm going to say thank you, Denmark, for bringing me to Denmark. But first I'm going to say thank you to Gothenburg for bringing me there. And uh, there's so many people in this trainings business who have told me, eh, oh, are you opening up in uh, Gothenburg? It's so hard to open up in Gothenburg. And I turn around and say, why? Nobody have told me why yet, but they're telling me it's so hard to open up there. That's what I'm uh, now going to sort of challenging. I have never had my doubts about it, so uh, we will see. But I, I, I'm not going to listen to the doubts. And another important thing is when the doubts are com- coming, for sure you know which people are going to tell you, oh, that's a good idea. One of my biggest heroes was my grandmother on my father's side. Whatever I said, uh, if I drew a picture, she said, oh, that's amazing, even if it was just a line. And, and she didn't just say amazing. She said, I like, I like the way you actually draw that line. It, it's sort of shooting that way. So just surround yourself with those people because there is always somebody who believes in you. They are the one that makes you grow. Yes, and I think if you have that support net around you then, because critique can be constructive as well, and, and maybe sometimes you need to hear something to, to change or shift or, or just refocus a little bit or whatever, but you take it so much better when you have this positive around you because then you don't take it as negative critique, then you can build from it mm. and listen to your gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I actually had one... Um, 
I lost my mother and uh, they were divorced and it, it was a doubting time and I went to to talk to a life coach and um, I, I didn't like to go home because when my children went to their father on the Friday I thought oh depressing so I took long walks with my dog and then she said she gave me a piece of paper uh, when I had been there and talked to her and she said um, if you feel alone, uh, lonely tonight just uh, give this person a call and uh, I said well can I call what time and who is she you can call whenever you want and I said oh that sounds expensive no 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 she you can call her for free and uh, she will make you fun uh, may, not fun she will make you laugh because it's a very funny person to talk to and I said oh really yeah and she knows about me yes 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 I have told her everything so it's just to call her but don't call her until you feel you, you feel lonely and a little bit uh, moody so so don't hesitate just give her a call because she's the kind of person that dance, dance on the table and you would love her I can tell her tell, tell you that you would love her so okay I went home and it was a Saturday coming up and uh, I was there with my dog watching television and uh, a song come on um, and you know crying when you got divorced and all, everything and mm. I thought oh well it's nine o'clock Saturday but I give that person a, a call and on that piece of paper she had written down my number <laughs> and I just love that fact. Uh, and uh, of course I started to, to smile and I, I start to remember what kind of person I am and so uh, that was a kind of uh, a moment of doubt but uh, it really brought me back that we have that side inside so that was a good reminder so I keep my number in my wallet so it's a little bad let's call her the happy yeah Bunch. That's a brilliant tip. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now it's time for the five questions with different perspectives that I like to ask all my guests. And my mission is to ignite our pure heart so we can hear our inner voice, mm -hmm. be courageous and uh, move through life with joy and love. And of course, there are several roads to get to that destination. And I love to hear all my guests take on this. So I'm sure you, as well as most of us, have uh, days when you take a sidestep and fall out of the beautiful flow of life. And what is your top trick to connect to your heart? And can you tell when you're not connected? To connect to my heart is just to sit still for a few minutes and just feel what am I grateful for? And I just uh, start like think of 10 ten things and start off with three. And it, it's just not big ones, just... Uh, I can walk, I can eat, I I have children like those. And then uh, after 10 of them, you, you feel so much more back on, on the track again. Mm. And can you tell when you get swept off being connected to ourselves? Yeah, sometimes, you know, when you rely on people uh, and you find out that, that what Oh, that was not a good uh, person to rely on or what it could be, especially business why people promise uh, big things and not fall into those bad feelings. That could be a typical thing and just to say, well, they did the best they could and it's not their day, but don't let that affect me. How can I sort of stepping out of that soon? That could be mm. one example. 
And of course, sometimes it's hard to differ what's our inner voice, but you know, our gut, uh, and what's our egos mm. that comes with strong will and habit and society's mm. pull and everything. And have you experienced the feeling of this? And how do you tell the difference between, okay, this is my ego talking, or this is my heart or inner will or inner light? Mm. When it comes to love, like in a relationship, I very much. Uh, my ego have uh, talked uh, a lot, I can tell. Mm. And I really have started to um, open up my heart. I thought I was, I never was afraid of love, loving someone or being loved. And I realized that, yes, I, I was really. I met this person and uh, he said, uh, are you afraid of saying I love you? And I said, but you have to mean it, and I have met you not so long, and blah, blah, blah. And then he said, it's very easy, Jeanette. You just say, I love you, try it. And, and, and I thought, oh, I, uh, I love you. Oh, that was with a lot of passion, but <laughs> work on this one. And, and then I talked to my ego, and I said, well, why is this a problem? And well, what, what, why? Ooh. So, yes, definitely uh, I can feel the ego, and I can feel the pure happiness when you open up the heart and, and start talking with the heart and mostly start listening to the heart in my case mm, I love that and then once you hear it when, when you now hear it it's like you know he asked you and you said it So, but sometimes it's not that easy to take action of what we actually know is the right way or the right um, the right path for us and can you think of an example when you have followed your heart Apart from saying I love you, uh, <laughs> but when you have followed your part, even if your mind maybe said, should you really do this? My biggest challenge has lately been to open up my heart and uh, discover how beautiful it is to open up that heart and start to loving yourself because uh, not judging yourself the whole time. It sounds so cliche saying loving yourself, but just being where you are and um, follow that, embracing that. Uh, and that is pretty much just follow your heart, taking care of myself. I have been training all other people for so many years, and now I'm putting up on the schedule. I uh, have two hours that day or two hours another day, and people say, looking into my schedule. Can you take a personal training? No, I can't. So so what are you for a meeting? No, I'm uh, I'm going to have a meeting with myself. What? Yeah, I, I'm going to go for a walk around you, Gordon, or I'm going to train myself. And that that is really following my heart. I've heard so many times you have to start loving yourself. And that seems hard, but it's taking care of yourself. It's sort of love for me as well. Oh, definitely. And that is so good to have your alone time mm -hmm. where you just connect, reconnect and hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I know we talked about gratitude and how that is such a lovely way to create more of life and that sometimes we forget to be grateful, especially to when it comes to ourselves. These two questions merge into each other mm -hmm. because I was going to ask you if you had any tips to see and accept and be grateful to our own beautiful part in the flow of life. Mm. And I think you already talked about it. <laughs> and that's why we, we, I end my classes with actually bringing down a nice thought of something or someone. 
down to your heart because it's so easy. You are taking a bar class on your lunch uh, hour or you're running there, you're running back, but actually saying thank you for taking me here today. Mm. Uh, for many people dropping children to school or blah, 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 uh, it's a, a whole effort just to come to the bar class. Feeling the gratitude, uh, it's uh, enormous. And it's so easy. I hate to run, uh, to jogging. And then my uh, kidney broke and I was in uh, the bed for a month with the tubes and things. And then I promised myself I'm never going to hate running again. I'm, I'm going to embrace it every time I would have the opportunity to run. And so I did uh, after I had healed my kidney and everything. So all of a sudden I was craving to run. Uh, and uh, as soon as uh, I realized so meditative, uh, so many thoughts you can process during running and uh, I completely moved that from no, no, no to yes, yes, yes. And just be so grateful that you have the opportunity. If you buy a car, you send it to checkups and refill the oils and everything. But your body, you just take for granted that it's yeah. reworking. Yeah, and get upset when it's not. Exactly. More gratitude and also gratitude to people around you. And even if this uh, corona thing, there are so many nice people uh, going helping elderly people to shopping and so it comes so beautiful things with these kind of things that many people think is just a big threat just a simple thing as giving a smile to people you um, meet in the street or just walking up and say i just love your shoes and people get so uh, happy so it's those small things we really need to do and now, of course, we have to say, I love your shoes on a two meter distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we can still do it. <laughs> no, for a Swedish person, uh, when we're going to go back to our five meters after this, it's going to be such a relaxing piece. Yes. <laughs> two meters, we have never been that close before. <laughs> so, okay, so we all have our ups and downs in life, and we touched some of yours, of course. And um, when, when do you feel like, uh, not just talking about being up like, you know, ecstatic, it's party time Friday, but when do you feel more connected to life in, in that kind of vibe and how does it take uh, its place in you? I've been brought up with uh, people from the north, Laps, so um, I like to, people meditate a lot, but if I sit and uh, connect uh, spiritual, that's my kind of uh, and it's coming more and more signs that I like to see and feel. I, I just have the feeling it's it's more than we can see and feel and touch in this world. So that's my kind of uh, meditation when it mm. comes and, and talk to me. I know that you've always been touching on, on this vibe and, and you are very intuitive, but I've also noticed that it's switching over now and and you are becoming more and more definitely definitely it's so interesting as i talk to people i think uh, that's what we lots of people actually when when you just take your time as i said when i'm coaching people uh, if you're walking to the studio you go the same way every day start to look up at all the roofs and see what's on the top of the roofs on the way here and or look down at the street and see how many 
flowers are popping up uh, through the concrete or whatever. Uh, so I think you can train it a bit as well. And uh, then you start seeing the signs around you. Okay, so thank you so much for joining today and uh, have a beautiful summer. Yeah, I will say thank you so much for having me and uh, you too have a lovely, lovely summer and see you soon. Welcome. Let's start by taking three deep breaths. Then imagine that there is a pillar of red healing earth energy that is coming from Mother Earth and is going up through you and around you, covering your body inside and out and continuing up and out into the sky and the universe. And we now have this red healing earth energy keeping us grounded on this journey. Then imagine that there is a similar pillar of divine bright light. A universal energy that is coming from above and it's going down through you and around you. Covering your body inside and out. And we now have this divine universal energy keeping us balanced on this journey. And we take another deep breath. Then imagine that where you are sitting or lying down, there is a light, a bright light that is coming from Mother Earth. It's a beautiful light, shiny, sparkling, strong. And it's coming up all around you. going up into the sky with you in the middle starting to flow with it starting to move up with your energy in this pillar of light firmly grounded within Mother Earth and we start to move up through the sky maybe you start to see the place where you started as a small dot you see the city your country and we keep going you see your continent and we pass through the atmosphere 
going out into universe in the perfect pace for you and we are safe within our pillar of beautiful light and we keep going up and we reach an energetic ceiling or shift and as we move through this first layer we arrive to space that is all white and here is a soft loving energy that is relaxing our body as we float through this layer of beautiful bright white energy continuing within our pillar of light firmly grounded with mother earth beautiful bright light we get the opportunity to cleanse our body from fear from negative vibrations without doing anything just by us being here it is shredding away and tuning in our own energy harmonizing with this divine vibration in this space and we just let it take its time to clear and cleanse our energetic body our body to make room for love and strength 
And as we take another deep breath, we feel our body relax even further. And we continue within this pillar of light, moving into the next energetic layer. And this is a space where there is a beautiful green bright light. And it's a space where we can fill our heart with love, our energy, our body. And maybe you feel it's filling up your body like putting gasoline to a car. And our gasoline is love that is being poured into us. And there are no limitations, so there is no fear of ending or running out. We let this energy fill our body and move through us, awaken, our love atoms, our love flow to ourselves, to our surrounding. our life and we continue to float through this beautiful space of love taking it all in And if there is any thoughts or visions coming up, just let them come and pass without controlling or holding on. And we start to move up into the next layer filled with love. has strengthened our energy and we arrive to an area of a beautiful deep blue energy
so strong empowering energy that is moving through us that is open our will to action from love from a neutral cleared energy and it's filling our body our soul our energy with its strong stable and fearless vibrations and in the world of energy there are no fear there are only love there are no right or wrong they are just energy and we let this deep blue space move through every part of our body maybe you feel yourself becoming straighter in your posture maybe you see beautiful images or hear a sound let whatever comes up for you be the right thing right here right now And if you like, you can hear say yes to claim your leadership of yourself, of your life, knowing that you have a possibility to change through your thoughts, through your actions. And you have the strength and you have the connection to your inner light that is here helping, supporting and showing us our way. we keep moving within our pillar of light and we take a deep breath before we move into the next level the next energetic 
space. That is a void. It's like we have arrived to the center of everything. And here is nothing but our energy. And the beautiful feeling of being cleared, filled with love, strengthened. And if you like, you can hear ask too. Take your true shape to step into your pure self. in a neutral, non-judgmental way because those don't exist in the world of energy and see your beautiful, strong self appear in this void and if you don't see or hear or get anything don't worry just by you being here listening to this your energy is doing the work for you so you can just sit back and relax and keep on following the journey and if you don't feel ready to do anything you can always just relax and be a spectator on the journey and come back and do this when you are ready And in this beautiful void, in our shape, in our pure shape, we can set our intention to keep this flow open, to keep this with us back in our life, in our day, easy access. until it one day becomes our natural part
take a deep breath. And together with this, strengthened. Self, we start to journey back. Moving from this void, going down through this deep blue energy. Going through the, the green. Beautiful, heartfelt energy. Moving through the white, divine, bright, clearing path. Until we get out into the universe, continue traveling down to Mother Earth. In the perfect pace, with our intention to keep this fearless, strong love going through us. As we move down to the place where we started, into our body, and we take another deep breath, and you can start to come fully back. And we give thanks to Mother Earth and Father Universe and our Higher Self for joining us today. And you can start to move your hands, your feet, your neck, maybe clap your hands and stamp your feet and I thank you for listening. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that and I felt this inner journey that was igniting our strength and clearing our body, our energy and filling it up with love for our pure strength to take place to be so bright in a way. I just felt very joyful and, and yet almost in a regal way. So I felt this energy to be about our own leadership, empowering our own strength and have that as our platform or our core as we move through life. So I'm really looking forward to how this ignition is going to play out in life. And as always, sometimes we see the difference straight away and sometimes it could be further down the road in maybe a month or half a year or a year but it's coming in the perfect time for us and and that's what's so beautiful about doing these igniting meditations and again if you fall asleep that's no worry at all because just by you being here listening to this your energy is doing the work for you and the words are more for our mind to get an inclination of what is going on but also to focus on something while we let our energy
do its, uh, its work. And I think in these times we are going through where there is so much happening in the world and I'm sure we haven't seen the last of it. It takes a lot of courage to move through the day and we may not see ourselves as courageous but everyone is in our own circle, in our own way. And maybe it is when we do bigger decisions but it can also be in in the everyday decisions that we make. So I felt this uh, layer where we went through the love was very beautiful and core essential part of this to have this love for ourselves, to know that we are doing the best that we can in each situation and with what we can see. But also now going through this blue energy that was empowering us, strengthening us, I had these images of um, Native American uh, leaders dancing around me. So it was, um, I just felt this strong leadership closely connected to Mother Earth and nature and everything that is. So not the leadership that we might have been uh, seen, but in a connected way. And for us to bring this side out of us to into our life and day and of course this is connected to and again I would like to say a big grateful thanks to Jeanette Marklund who joined us today and talked about her life and her decisions and the way she is moving and have learned from mistakes and have learned from life how to fail in a positive way So that failing is not something negative we have to fear, but actually something that is taking us to our right place in life. And I think that is such a beautiful way of approaching mistakes and life to not be afraid to stand in your own strength and move with our gut. And of course, in some areas it is easier and some areas it is harder but I think if we take the time to listen in to listen to our heart our own voice then we have a lot of help making those decisions and taking action and the best change or the change that lasts is the one that comes from love the one that comes from positive vibes so if there is a situation we are not happy about and we want to change, try and find that core of or focus of love within the situation and move with that instead of focusing on the opposite. And to look at what we want to create and not what we want to maybe destroy. That's part of it anyway, so we don't have to focus on it because we know that part. It's not like it will go away by us not thinking about it but we don't have to focus on it instead focus on what it is we would like to bring in more of so i'm so thankful for your listening to this and uh, sharing and subscribing and this was the last meditation jam with the guest for the summer so i'm taking a break with my guest during july and we'll start up again in August. But the meditation jam will continue, but just without guests. And I've recently updated my shop 
So if you are looking to get some personal uh, ignitions or coaching, please go to my shop and have a look at my packages there. And if you would like to contribute to my work whilst you're digging deeper into your own, you can always become a patron. And also yesterday we had a beautiful Sagittarius full moon and lunar eclipse. And we are right now going into an eclipse season where we will have three eclipses up until July and eclipses are always big shifts within us, energetic shifts and it's like portals opening for us to move through so it's a it's a beautiful time but with that also of course comes the opposite vibrations, they are coming to the surface for us to choose do we want to keep this or disregard it and that can sometimes be a bit uh, scary or it can feel uh, a bit uncomfortable and then I hope today's ignition helped us to get uh, to install that own leadership within ourselves to fearless take on these shifts. So I thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful fortnight. Satnam. <laughs>